411 Live. Where you can learn about issues that affect us every day. State of World 411 Live. Real people, real talk. Made to help people in our community in every way. There are some brilliant minds in Milwaukee, but for many young people, social, economic, racial disparities keep them from realizing their full potential. And if you are not experiencing one of those disparities, you might think, why should I care? Well, think about this. What would it look like if that talent pool was truly realized, cultivated to its full potential? Think about what Milwaukee would look like or could look like. In my mind, that's a really nice vision. Hello, everyone. I'm Beverly Taylor, and this is the 411 Live. Real people, real talk. Today, we're highlighting a foundation that really gets it with its HBCU Connection Scholarship Program. Uh, We're connecting virtually because one of the recipients of the scholarship is um, in Alabama, at Miles College, starting that career, that, that college journey. So let me introduce you to my guest. First of all, there's Steve Ratke. He's president of Northwestern Mutual Foundation um, and D. Essence Johnson, and she's the HBCU Connection Scholarship recipient that I was talking about at Miles College. So welcome to both of you. Beverly. Well, D. Essence, I have to start with you. I just want to know, since this is this new journey for you, what it's been like, what kind of emotions you've been through from leaving home, going a long way from home, going and, you know, getting all your stuff and your belongings in this dorm and starting your classes. What have you been going through? Starting when I first graduated high school, I was ready to immediately start college. I was ready for the journey to start. I was ready for the next in life. Um, I thought I could go far away from my family, but as soon as it was time to pull off from the house, I burst into tears. Um, But arriving at my school, I knew this is where the new journey started. This is the embarkment that everybody wants to be at. And then um, getting my dorm stuff, I was so excited to decorate my dorm. My registry, it started with my dorm decorations. I didn't even have laundry detergent on there. (laughs) That's great. I, you know, I can relate to that because I still remember when I went off to college and what that felt like. And Steve, I'm sure you remember that too. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's a it, it's pretty spectacular. It's a nice journey. Steve, uh, De Essence is one of nine Milwaukee students uh, receiving this HBCU Connection Scholarship. Where did this? come from? You know, I I know you guys are into education, which I applaud you for, but this is so specific, HBCU. How did this come about? Well, you know, Beverly, your opening comments really hit on on it exactly, right? You know, so Milwaukee has been Northwestern Mutual's home for over 165 years, and we are huge advocates for the advancement of our city, and we think core to that belief is that every child in the city deserves 
a quality education, right? And we know that getting that good education and going away to college can be hard for everyone, uh, but can be particularly challenging for first-generation college students, for students from families with limited financial resources, for students of color, right? So we are really trying to lean in, and we want to hope that one day uh, all of this, the students of the city can take their learnings and the educational foundations that they have and come back and contribute to Milwaukee as leaders in the city uh, or even Northwestern Northwest Mutual employees. So uh, the HBCU scholarship is part of a, a new experiment we're doing as part of our, our overall education strategy, uh, where we felt it's important to you know, help students who, who want to go outside of the Milwaukee area and you know, take advantage of the excellent opportunity they can get at HBCUs, but still you know, may want to come back to Milwaukee someday where they have their their families and their relationships. And you know, if we can support them and kind of stay in touch with them as they're, as they're on that journey and be at their side, uh, it was just a great way that we can contribute to the journeys that they're on. Very good. essence, was it important to you to go to an HBCU? Just for I should say HBCU, historically black college and university. Um, was it important to go to an HBCU? Yes, I really wanted to go to an HBCU because I wanted to be around the like-minded people who are striving for one goal. I feel like during high school and middle school, everybody was forced to go to school, but everybody here wants to go to school. And it's nice to be at a place that is made for us, by us, where excellence is expected and not surprising. That's really good. You know, I have covered uh, uh, a lot of things on education and you get the, the research and the t- statistics and different things, where, whereas students seem to do better when they're instructed by and they're surrounded by people who look like them. So I'm sure that seeing folks that look like you kind of helps in this, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Steve, I was looking at at your website, and it quotes a startling statistic. It says that only 14% of Milwaukee's high school graduates will earn a two- or four-year degree. That's that's startling to me. Um, while you don't necessarily need a, a degree to succeed in life, um, having that degree opens a lot of opportunities for people. And I see that the foundation, as you have already alluded to, you get that and you're keying into that. But not only are you dealing with that higher learning, but you're dealing with all aspects of education preschool included, right? Exactly. You know, we have tried to identify kind of what we, we call pipelines, and that's kind of an, an odd phrase, but we've, we've looked at schools, uh, high schools, again, primarily those that are serving, you know, students of color or people who might be coming from economically disadvantaged backgrounds, where they can get a, a real quality high school education. Then looking at those high schools, and, you know, we work very closely with, you know, some of the, our schools, we work closer with our uh, Howard Fuller Academy, uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science. I know you've had some of the leaders of those schools on uh, your program before. Um, then look at the schools, the the grade schools that they go to and you know make sure that those grade schools are being supported. And then even back to pre-elementary school education to you know, to make sure before they're even in school, they can uh, are exposed to opportunities to read and you know get those fundamentals before they even enter a formal classroom. Uh, 
and then look beyond high school into college and what can we do to provide wraparound services again for for people who are, you know might be first generation students um, another program we're heavily involved with is all in milwaukee uh, which helps support uh, we're, we're supporting 100 students who are going through the all in milwaukee program uh, who are going to to college locally uh, again so we can help these students throughout their entire learning career and again we want uh, everyone to have a great opportunity to be leaders in Milwaukee and come work at Northwestern Mutual someday. Yes, absolutely. And I think about, you know, the, the work that you're doing and it seems it's even more important after the pandemic because so many kids got behind because of the pandemic. And there's a lot of catching up that needs to be done and a lot of focus on education. And the more people that are involved in this, the better uh, to help these kids to get where they need to go. And just knowing that there is that support, that they are supported and people are pulling for them. I think that really makes a difference. D-Essence, I want to ask you about, and I talked to you earlier, you are the first in your family to go to college, right? And tell me what that means for you. Yes, I feel like I am breaking a generational curse. I'm making a way for the rest of my family, the ones that are younger than me, to go to college as well. Although my older brother and my mom didn't fully make it through college or get to the college point, um, they both were excited for me to push me to go out of state and to continue my journey here at Miles College. Yeah. And I can imagine that you have a younger brother. Um, You're going to college. Him seeing what you're doing and what you will accomplish. I I would imagine that you think possibly that that would have an influence on him. Yes. My little brother, he already wants to go to high school in Texas. I don't know why, (laughs) but he just wants to travel. He definitely likes to be out and to see what the world is. Yeah. How has that just getting away? Because, you know, I talk to a lot of kids and a lot of people haven't haven't ventured out past Milwaukee. So how has that whole idea of moving hundreds of miles from home, how has that impacted you? Um, I get sad at times, but at the same time, technology has taken a lot into society and FaceTime, um, group call, group calls, um, all of that. So we're all on FaceTime 24 seven, getting ready for school work, all of it. So I see them every day. <laughs> That's good. I wonder who was more anxious about the move, you or your family? Me. You think you were? <laughs> yeah. My family wasn't, they were, they wanted me to go, but they weren't like quite ready for me to go in. They weren't quite ready, yeah, to see you flying the coop, so to speak. But uh, I know that they are very, very proud of you. Um, I guess, Steve, you hear a lot of these kind of stories, right? I do. And they're inspiring, right? I had a little chance to spend some time with Yesence yesterday and and learn a little bit more about her background and her hopes and dreams and aspirations. And it's uh, it's inspiring to see what, you know, the bright future she has ahead of us. And I'm glad that... uh, you know, Northwest Mutual Foundation can play a little little role in uh, hopefully making sure she has a really bright future. I was reading a little bit about the nine recipients, and they're they're all impressive. They're all impressive young people. Um, was the application process or the selection process was that difficult? Yeah, and you know, the the biggest challenge is that um, 
we had a very compressed time frame this year. There was only about three weeks from the time, and since this was a new program, from the time our foundation board approved this to the, the deadline that we needed to, to get kids in school this academic year. So we had to really rush to make sure that the, the schools we work with and the programs we work with knew that this scholarship was available. So we, we still were kind of oversubscribed. We, so the fact that uh, Jessens uh, received the scholarship is a, a great compliment to her that it was a, a competitive process. And I think next year um, with more time to make more people aware, it's, it's going to be even more competitive. Uh, but we really want to get the word out that these scholarships are going to be available and a, a change for people to uh, really have a, a great educational opportunity and you know to talk about the you know the the full extent of the program it's beyond just money that we're getting which is important but also we we're structuring this in a way that we really hope to build a relationship with the students and mm -hmm. kind of be involved with them in along their entire journey and includes opportunities to come internship intern at uh Northwestern Mutual during the academic, during their four years of college. And then again, hopefully, um, if they like us and we like them at the end of the process, we'd love to have them come, come join our company. That's really, really great. Uh, you know, statistics show a lot of times, you know, that first year is really, really tough. Um, a lot of kids don't make it past the first year. So it sounds like you guys are offering, you're supporting, you're checking on them, um, as they progress in their academic year, is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. We, we again, we we want this to be beyond just uh, just the financial element of it, but we really want to be there as a as support for them and provide mentors for them. And, and we're making connections between HBCU alumni at the company and all of them, so they they know they have others they can rely on and and talk to about the experiences that they're going through. That might be something for the first time for them that they have a a network of resources here at Northwestern Mutual to help them on this journey. Oh, that's great. That's great. And yeah, the, 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 uh, the alumni of these schools that that's, uh, I didn't even think about that, but I'm sure that mm -hmm. that is uh, a critical, you know, and yeah. kind of their cheer, and, cheerleaders back here at home. Yeah. And, and we found that uh, those here at Northwestern Mutual are very eager to help out, right? There's uh, very much a, uh, a sense that they want to, pay it forward that they had others who they helped them on their journey and they want to you know support uh, this current class of students the same way that they've they had support in the past and, and we're glad that we can help be the the matchmaker in that process excellent excellent we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about northwestern mutuals uh, uh scholarship program the foundation scholarship program and the recipient of that uh, so stay with us we'll be right back this is the 411 live I'm an ex-drug dealer, and I'll be your sub today. Two milligrams of fentanyl can be lethal. A lethal dose is in here. Who gets it, I won't know. It's cheap, it's potent, and it's profitable. The sad reality is fentanyl is being mixed into everything now. More kitchen now. Dear moms and dads, what you have achieved here today is going to help us and our futures. It is why we are coming up on stage to collect your diplomas. You know it's true. Mom, we love you always. Everything I do, I do when you graduate, they graduate. 
Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Welcome back to the 411 Live. Real people, real talk. I'm talking with Steve Racky, uh, president of Northwestern Mutual Foundation, NDS Johnson, and she's the HBCU Connection Scholarship recipient. One of nine, as a matter of fact. So, DSNs, I'm going to come back to you because you're in Miles College in Alabama, and you have... Uh, uh, you are, you're not going there like an undecided person. You kind of have things mapped out in your mind where you want to go. So tell me what you're going to be studying and what that looks like. Here at Miles College, I'll be studying communications, media, and television, where I can work hands-on with PBS and other institutions. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. And I understand we were talking about the performing arts and things earlier. You are kind of into that too, right? Yes, I've been dancing since I was three, and I've been modeling since for the past three years. Very good. The whole idea of going to school, getting that education, being the first of your family, so obviously education is important to you. You see the value in it, right? Yes. I'm just thinking about me. My parents, my parents did not go to college, but my parents always encouraged me to go to to college. My brother and I, we just, it was a given. We knew we were going to college. And you are coming from some folks who have not gone to college, but it sounds like that is important. Yes. Um, Growing up, I was always told by my grandfather that education is important. If someone decides to strip you away with everything that you have, one thing that you do, one thing that you do have is your education. Very good. Very good. And you listen to grandpa, right? Always. <laughs> um, you were talking, Steve, about how, you know, this is just not a financial thing. You know, Northwestern uh, Mutual Foundation, you're going to be involved with these these kids. And one of the things that is unfortunate with Milwaukee, there are a lot of kids who go, go to college, and they leave Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. We need them to come back and be our future leaders. Is that kind of what you guys are thinking as well? Yeah, that, that brain drain is a it was a big motivating factor in us thinking about this program, right? So we certainly realized, you know, as I, I mentioned before, you know, we, we support the this all in Milwaukee program, which helps you know kids who are going to school locally. But we know many folks you know go away and and you know rather than potentially lose them to you know Washington DC or Atlanta or Dallas or or somewhere else. You know, knowing that they have connections back in Milwaukee, you know, while it's great that everyone has a chance to go away, I, I, I'm I, from Milwaukee, and when I graduated, I, I lived out in Washington, D.C. for a few years. It's good experience. You know, many people want to come back where their, their families are, where their lifetime connections are. And so we, we really think it's important for the community to make sure that, you know, bright future leaders come come back to our city and contribute in different ways. And uh, we hope to get as many of them, them back as we can, which is, is why, like we said, we're we're trying to, you know, make sure that Jessens has lots of friends at Northwestern Mutual and lots of uh, opportunities here that she's uh, aware of and can explore over the next four years in, in case she wants to come back to Milwaukee. You were mentioning that um, getting this off the ground, you had a short window uh, 
because school was starting and uh, I think you said three weeks and and what is the process or say like next year when you have more time to really fine tune it and everything, what is the process for getting these kids the application process of what they have to go through? So we're going to be working closely with guide counselors at kind of our, the, the schools we work closely with uh, and some other programs like the Boys and Girls Club, uh, where they, uh, I guess, it's part of that program where, you know, they're helping, you know, students get ready for their college decision-making process to try to make sure that those who are thinking about going to an HBCU know that this uh, opportunity is out there for a scholarship. Northwestern Mutual. Um, and Gessens can probably talk about the applica- application process a little better than I can, but I, I believe it's a, a pretty straightforward ap- application. And then we actually have a, an outside firm that helps us. Their their job is to help uh, assess scholarship uh, applicants like this to make sure that you know, they go through and look objective, objectively over who, who the best applicants are and, and kind of the, the best chances for success in their academic career. Um, and then uh, we, we move forward and uh, let folks know they've been chosen and start the process. Very good. DSS, what was the application process like? For me, the application process went very swiftly, but I was also so nervous about it. I've never really applied for an application like this. Not only did they require me to give my background and academic background, um, extracurriculars, but they also wanted to get very personal and ask about why I chose an HBCU like Miles College and my struggles and how I overcame them and how I will continue to overcome them at Miles College. Well, speaking of that, can you kind of tell us a little bit about kind of those struggles you've had to overcome and get to this point? What has this journey been like for you? Um, during high school, I lost a lot of friends due to gun violence in Milwaukee. And so it pushed me into a depressive state. So I did battle depression my junior year, which I felt like that was the really the core of my high school years. Um, ACT scores weren't good. My grades dropped drastically. But at the same time, I managed to find good tactics like writing down daily, journaling, going to therapy sessions, talking to friends, getting out. It really helped me overcome that struggle now. And I'll continue to do that here at Miles College. I journal every day, every morning, listen to gospel music, pray. It's a routine. That's good. That's really good. Um, and I, I, I think that you're probably not alone. Um, I hear a lot of young people who have, in the last few years, have struggled through a lot of things. And I'm just, I applaud you for seeking the help that you need to you know, progress to where you are because you sound like a well-grounded young woman now. So uh, I applaud you. Tell me again, we were talking about your brother and how, you know, you're somebody he'll be looking to. But really, in essence, you are going to be a role model for a lot of kids in, in this area. How do you approach that thought, that that idea? Um, I want to be able to show my little brother that watching me go through like a big struggle and overcoming it that he can do anything and everything that he puts his mind to. I really want him to be confident and strive for greater. Absolutely. So do you think that you'll come back to Milwaukee? Can we, can we get you back to Milwaukee after you graduate? I really do want to come back to Milwaukee. That is always home. I want to, it's like a house you have to refurnish. I want to be a part of that refurnishment. I love that. I love that. Yeah. 
We, I, I look forward to it. And, and just thinking of the things that you can accomplish and the things that, that you can become here in Milwaukee, um, yeah, you may be doing filmmaking, you may be on somebody's TV uh, at someone's station that we can all watch. Um, you could be in leadership roles within our government, local governments. There are so many possibilities, and you're taking that first step, and I applaud you for that. Steve, where do you go, where do you go from here in um, uh, all of the things that you guys are doing? You mentioned the preschool. Um, you're doing K through 12. Uh, you're tackling different specific communities within Milwaukee. Um, and, and of course, the higher learning thing. So what, yeah. else, what else is the foundation doing? Well, you know, a, a little off education, but but not entirely. Mm -hmm. uh, area folks that we're really taking a closer look into and, and trying to make some more investments is in the housing area, because we know that having a safe, stable place to go home every day is critical to having a good education, to being healthier, to being able to maintain a job. So we are trying to think about different ways we can help um, make sure that more folks ha have good, uh, again, safe, stable housing for them. And we made some announcements earlier, and we're going to have some other things in the pipeline that we're thinking about in that space. I think that's going to be an area of greater concentration. And again, something that's that's very complementary to the education work that we're doing as well. So we're, we're excited about that. So it sounds like with the foundation, it's all about community. It is very much so. Like, like I, I said at the start, you know, Milwaukee has been our home for 165 years, and you know, we we are are trying to be models of corporate citizens and give back to the community in in many ways and in very impactful ways. We really want to help make a difference in this community to make sure everyone has the greatest opportunity for success. And it's it's complex, it's challenging at times. You know, I I've, I've been in this role leading the foundation coming up on two years, and. Um, Many people say, oh, what a, what a fun job you get to give away money. But it's really hard to, to really make sure that you're being as impactful as you can with those donations. And, you know, our whole team and leaders of the company, uh, we really try to do that. We try to be very thoughtful. We try to listen to the community and what their needs are and come up with strategies that can can really have the biggest impact. And, and that's how the HBCU uh, strategy evolved. And uh, we're always looking for, for new and different ideas. Speaking speaking of the HBCU Connection Scholarship Program, um, when you know looking forward, uh, when will the next application process open? Do you have uh, a tentative date for that so people could look out for that? Yeah, it, it's going to be next spring. I, I don't have the exact dates, but mm -hmm. we can certainly be in touch with you. Maybe we can post it online or have, have, have sure if we'll have a link. Uh, but we'll I'll I'll get you those details. Okay. Um, but again, we're, we're going to have more lead time. We're going to be working with a lot of uh, school counselors to make sure everyone knows that this opportunity is out there. Okay. The essence, you know, family friends may see this podcast or listen to it. Any message you want to send back to Milwaukee? Um, we're going to send a general message. I really appreciate everyone, and thank you for your support and love through the way. Very good. Very good. Uh, Steve, I say the essence is a nice representative of the scholarship winners. It absolutely is. All right. Thank you both for joining me for this podcast. I really admire what Northwestern Mutual Foundation is embarking on. I mean, like I said, it's 
it sounds like it's about community for you and you're putting it's not just words you're putting it into practice and it's nice to see and it's nice to see someone like the essence who is stepping out in uh, her future on the right path in uh, miles college and we're really really hoping that you have a successful school year and after you get that degree we're really really hoping that you come back to milwaukee um, to see us and be a part of milwaukee this community and to help us grow we need that so thank you very much both of you for joining me you're welcome Thank you. So again, we have Steve Radke, president of Northwestern Mutual Foundation, and D'Essence Johnson, the new college student at Miles College in Alabama and the recipient of the HBCU Connection Scholarship. Thank you again. And thank you for joining us for another episode of the 411 Live, Real People, Real Talk. We are a nonprofit organization, so if you feel free to help us out, go to our website, the411live.org. Until next time, I'm Beverly Taylor, and this is the 411 Live, Real People, Real Talk. If you would like to check out past episodes, there are many ways. Go to your favorite podcast platform, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like and watch us on Facebook. Watch and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you have suggestions for future episodes, go to our website, the411live.org.